Welcome to Shelved and Forgotten, your show for everything in your backlog. My name is David Moore. Joining me is Johnny Casino. Yo, yo. From the Generational Gamers Podcast. And from this podcast. Treat me like I'm just a guest over here. I know. No, you are my co-host for this this (laughs) new adventure, episode one, part two. (laughs) Wait, it's not really part two. It's more or less, uh, you know. It's take two. Oh yeah, take one was so good. Take one will will be down in history as the greatest episode that twenty seven people heard and listened to. And it, told, it got all the way up to twenty seven. I know. I'm telling you, there was there was interaction. It got twenty seven views. It got twenty seven views in less than an hour. <laughs> and then it went away. And then it disappeared. And then I said, "Well, pull this down before it gets any more views." Don't ask me why. We talked about some of the greatest. Gaming commentary ever. Uh, made some serious points about the industry. Maybe, possibly <laughs> the greatest gaming podcast that was ever released, episode one. <laughs> but no one will ever know, so they can't re- they can't refute this. Right, no, that's exactly the point. And, and I can't yeah. do it. It's not like I can find it. Like, I can't find it and release it someday. It's not like it, you know, it's not like we buried it in, in Egypt and... With a thousand copies of it that only, you know, those thousand people will get, like E.T. Like, this it wasn't is, in Egypt. I don't know where they buried it. <laughs> it was like outside Las Vegas or something like that. What? Okay, well. You need to watch the doc. Have you watched the documentary I, on that? No, I haven't. And that is definitely one of those things that I need oh, to do. No. You, you, need to, you need to watch that. <laughs> you need to watch Video Games the Movie and Indie Games the Movie. I've watched Indie Games the Movie. That was really good. Yes, it is. That's a very good movie. Uh, and what's what's the one where they they go across the country trying to collect all the NES games? That was enjoyable too. I've I've never heard of this. Oh, this it's not like it's the greatest documentary ever, but the guy like he decides that he wants to collect all six hundred and sixty seven NES games. That can get expensive. But he's gonna go from from Canada because you know we have friends in Canada. Shout out to Sean. Um, this is so he, they go, they go across country, like down to the U.S. all the way around the world, like going to stores. Like the rules are, they have to go into stores and buy the games. So he's got to like barter and try. But he's only got so much money. But he's got to get every single game. Okay. And he's only got thirty days. Oh wow! Yeah. So it's it's crazy. It's it's good. Um, I think that. Uh, you watch it. We'll talk about it someday. Okay, where's, where can I find it? It's on Netflix. I just got to remember the name of it. Yeah, shoot me, shoot me a, a thing it's, on Twitter it's, or something. It's something like you know, like NES in thirty days or something. Okay, I'll find it. It's it's not. It's it's one of those stupid names. Where, like the minute you hear it, you'll be like, oh yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> like that's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> it's good. It's good. And it's not too long, so you know it's enjoyable. Um, no, and, and I know that documentary about, about the E.T. cartridges. I want to see that, too, but I don't know where to find that either. So, this is our show where we, we talk about our backlogs. Obviously, we've already gotten into a movie conversation, so here we go. Like The reason that we can call this is shelved and forgotten is because we can talk about you know whatever whatever we haven't played, whatever we think we need to play, whatever movie we need to watch, things that we bought, and you know put it on the shelf. John, are you so, there? So, yes. <laughs> okay. So, 
No, I was letting you do the intro while I was trying to figure out the name of this game, and I, I've I've got to um I've got to tell you this right just okay. because so I I tried to do a search and it came up with something called Nintendo Quest, yeah, but it, it wasn't is. actually there. Yeah. Right, so it might not be there anymore. So I'll have to find some other way. But it, it but when you click on it, it says titles related to Nintendo Quest. Now I'm going to let you know what these titles are real quick. The first one is video games and movie, and then Atari Game Over, which is the the yeah. one that we're talking about. Yeah. And then we got. The Dwarf or Not, Take Me to the River, Video Game High School, and this oh. is the one that gets me, Hot Girls Wanted, which I believe <laughs> is about porn stars. Actually, that um, is. I think I've actually watched that. <laughs> well, don't worry. Um, later on, there's one called Hitler's Olympics. I never watched that. No, I don't think I ever would. But anyways, <laughs> these are ones that it's like related to that. What have you ever watched video game high school? Oh God, oh, no! Oh, please tell me you. Oh, that you need to watch that. Isn't that is it? But is that made for someone who's fourteen? No, 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 no. It's it's made by Freddie Wong, who is he's a YouTube creator. He makes. Uh, he spent like five years just making like special effects videos, that oh, okay. were that were like themed to video games, and then he like he basically crowdfunded. This like season of this show where there's this high school where all the kids are like in different teams based on different gaming genres. So there's an FPS. Okay. So like like the football of this school is the FPS team, and then there's like the casual gamer kids who are like in the basement with the crappy computers playing Farmville. Oh my god, it's so good. Okay, it's, I'll, I'll it's, check it out. It's I mean, so funny. It's I I have portions of my time. When I have nothing to do but watch shows, and it's dumb, like it's and not, I, I it's, will throw it on. It's yeah, it's not like it's going to occupy an absurd amount of your time because it's it's also kind of a web series, you know. So they're short episodes. They're not, they're yeah. they're not like watching a movie. I think you'll totally dig it. I, maybe I'm wrong. We'll find out. This yeah, we will find out. <laughs> I'll try to catch some episodes this weekend. All right, so we're gonna talk about. We already talked about these things, right? Because obviously it's only been 12 hours. I haven't done anything new. I have, I have though. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. You had time, though. I had to go. Basically, after I found out our audio was gone, I had to go to work. And then, yeah, so I went and got lunch. Then I went to work. Then I got home at 9. And then I rewired this entire studio so we could record this way. And then I went to bed. And now I'm here. Nice. (laughs) There hasn't been a lot of time. Um, but at some point in there, you'd listen to the latest episode of We the Gamercast. Well, immediately after this show, after we recorded, <laughs> I finished the last the last fifteen or twenty minutes that I had left. Sure, 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 I did. Um, no, I'm already like five more podcasts in because that's my life. Yeah, yeah, I know the feeling. I listened to two while I wired the studio again, so we're good. <laughs> nice, real talk. Uh, then I started TMS. Anyway. Yes, back to our show. Yeah, back to our show, the show that <laughs> matters right now to you <laughs> listener people. Um, I So I'm just going to talk about this game again, I guess. I played Banjo-Kazooie for the first time. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and, yo, that will actually lead into something that I want to talk about. So that's, that's, a good, that's a good start to talk about it one more time. Growing up, I never played this game i i mean I, I touched it with my friend jeff who's my co-host my character crunch we're not talking about more shows here i promise um 
And he and it, and he loved this game. He loved this game too, like a passion of of no like you know no regrets. This is my favorite video game ever. And I've never I never played it until now. Not really. Not you know not dived in deep. You know I you know started it at people's houses who had it as a kid. Um, I'm playing it on the Xbox One on the Rare Replay, which actually means it's a 360 port, right? Okay, that's a thing, I guess. Don't ask yeah, me whatever. why. Um, it's rare. Well, Rare is owned by Microsoft now. So. I know. Let's not talk about that. Let's not. <laughs> let's just pretend that they're they they don't exist at all. I almost rather feel that way about that. Let's go make Connect Sports. Um, let's go make games that nobody wants for eight years. <laughs> Except then when the Xbox One comes out, we'll remaster and re-release the best of our games. And also prove that the Xbox One can run 360 games. Because essentially that's what they did. <laughs> and and I, I also kind of touched... Oh, we could talk about Viva Pinata, which I also touched a little bit. Which, we should, I, we, which I've never played, and I still don't quite understand what I'm doing in okay, that game. But, we should save that for another another day because my son has played a lot of that with me, like hanging out with him okay. and helping him, and that game is insane. Okay, so maybe I should play that more and talk about yeah. that. It's okay, because I only I only just started and just kind of started figuring out I was like, this is weird. That game is, yeah, is weird. if you do that, I might do the I might start the second one. Okay. Paradise one, and that way my son could play on the first one. I'll play on the second one. It, anyways, we're not gonna go off on that right now. All right. So Banjo Kazooie on my Xbox One. Um, I talked about this yesterday, but you'll never hear about it. Um, the controls are—they feel weird to me, and maybe it's me, right? I'm not sure. I mean, obviously they they moved this game to the Xbox 360, so they 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 made these controls meant to work on this controller because the 360 and Xbox One controllers are like the same, exactly the same, except for that that stupid hamburger button. Everybody keeps calling the menu button. It's a hamburger button. Everybody. Um, you strong know, opinion there. It, it is strong opinion. I went. To, I took like classes in in like graphic design and stuff. Like that is the hamburger button. That's what we all refer to it as. <laughs> Calling it the menu button is just a, a better name. I'm just gonna say that menu is it makes way more sense. But we've always called it the hamburger because it's it's three lines. It's a hamburger. Yes. Okay. Everybody, <laughs> see quality entertainment here. Everybody, this is yeah. so. I played. I played the. I've only gotten probably a level or two in, right, to Banjo-Kazooie. But the only thing that's frustrating me beyond belief is, like, the swimming mechanics, which we've kind of talked about here, but you'll never know. And it's not that it's not enjoyable and not that I'm not having fun playing it. I'm just kind of feeling like it's a little bit wonky. And And you said yesterday that you didn't like the camera and I haven't had, I have not had a problem with the camera yet. Wait, and I'll, and I'll wait, wait till you get to a point where you're having to like move around something in any form. Cause here's the one thing nice. And I don't know if it does it on the original, right? But with the camera on this one, you can actually hold down uh, one of the trigger buttons or something like that. And it'll continuously put the camera behind Banjo. 
Right. And so wherever you turn, the camera just falls behind him. And that's the way I normally play. But there are times when you cannot do that. I'll let you know. It you. It will definitely let you know when I get to the point where I'm like, yep, this is definitely an N64 game. Yeah. I See, that's kind of a thing is I've never had a problem with, with like Ocarina of Time's camera ever. See, I don't like it. I don't like that one either. Every time I've played, and maybe, so every time I feel like I've played Ocarina of Time, I've never had a great control scheme in the sense that I've never had the ability to turn it around. You know, I've never felt like I have dual analog. It's like every time I play Ocarina of Time, I played it on, um, I played it on the original 3DS, so I didn't have the C stick. Oh, right? okay. So that didn't bother me. And then I've played it on the N64, and every time I go back to it, like, I boot it back up on the N64 with an N64 oh, okay. controller. So, like, maybe it feels well, right. But every time I played Mario 64, and I will play it at some point, I'm committed, and that's part of this show. But every time I've played the tiny bit of Mario 64 that I have, I've hated that control, that camera so much. Yeah. See, I think it's just as bad in, in Banjo. Okay. Except for... Like I said, you can make it where the camera follows right behind him, but I don't know if that's a if it's a rare replay feature or if that was in the original. I've never played it on the N sixty four, and I've never well, I have, but not you know not enough to be critical and have an opinion of it. Yeah, at some point, I'd like to play it on the N sixty four, but it's like seventy dollars. So no, is it? Yeah, every time I see it. I, I should have asked on that when I was at the store yesterday, which I'll get into. That no, I, story I definitely later. want to talk about that. I definitely want to talk about your store, <laughs> your store oh, yeah. trip, because you sent us the picture on Twitter. Yeah, um, I was like, oh yeah, we definitely got to talk about these pickups here. Um, so I'm enjoying it. I'm going to keep playing it, and, and I'm going to keep going through it, and I will get back to you on the camera controls and how I'm feeling later, and then and then we'll di- dive into Viva Pinata maybe next. I'm on a, so, rare, a rare kick right now. I don't know why. No, rare, rare is awesome. That's actually the, the game that I will talk about this time. So I'll change it up from last time. Okay. The game I'll talk about this time is a rare game also. But just so you know, Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie, the N64 versions, you can get for $46. Get both of them. Free shipping. On Amazon? Mm, no, on uh, eBay. eBay. Okay. That's not bad. No, I mean, you could get it for as low as like... 18, 19 bucks. That's not too bad at all. No, that's, yeah, but I would just buy one at, one at a time. Especially considering I have, you know, I have the rare replay I can play. If I, if yeah. I needed to play, if I finish Banjo-Kazooie, and I, which I probably won't, I'll be honest. I'm not a completionist, everybody. If I no. get through to the point of Banjo-Kazooie where I feel like I've significantly formed my opinion and enjoyed what I've done, I'd probably just, and I had, if I was playing it on a 64, I would probably just boot up Banjo-Tooie in the Xbox One. Like immediately, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the thing. You're gonna change it up, though. I'm curious. We talked about Portal. If anybody cares, yeah. And the 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 one great thing they were talking about Portal was that I think I might have convinced Dave here to uh, try play, it again. Play, yeah, try it again because I I got worried I was gonna get intimidated like quickly. I felt like it was gonna it was gonna it was gonna stop becoming a puzzle game. And become a puzzle action game. And two of those things are kind of different. And yeah, and it really doesn't, like I said, I mean, there's a few times when you got to move quick. Um, but for the most part, you can methodically 
figure out what it is you want to do. And that's the kind of puzzle games that I like. Like I like a game where I can take a step back, figure out a solution uh, or try a solution a few different times. Yeah. Um, I don't like the ones when you just can't, well, you can't look at it and at least get an idea of where to start. You've also kind so. of convinced me that if it's if it's online multiplayer, you know, with a good Skype connection, we could talk and like solve puzzles together. Like that seems really fun too. Yeah, no, that, we could definitely do that at some point. So, yeah, when I'm not working, like a crazy person. Um, yeah. it, it it. So I'm 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 convinced to not give it up, but I and I have the orange box. So you do have the orange yes, box. Yes, I do. I do. I, th- I thought you said you didn't have the orange box. No, I do. I do. I checked. Oh, I I know. I it was one I picked up because I got it. I got it on some crazy sale. I think. Um, yeah. It, and then I looked at it, and then I just I have at, it. <laughs> well, I looked at the store last night or yesterday, and it wasn't as cheap as I expected it to be. It was like thirty bucks or so. But thirty bucks is three games. Yeah. I mean, come I on. Like, it's. I don't know the other two, nor do I know if I care about the other two. I don't know. I just either. want to play the original Portal. It's it's Portal Portal Two. No, the Portal 2 is not on there. Oh, it's the not. Orange Box. The Orange Box has original Portal, has Half-Life 2, and something else. Team Titan so 2 or something like do that? You, or? Do you think that playing Portal 2 first might be better? I mean, obviously you didn't play the first one, so this is kind, so of, this is kind of a crazy question to ask. But You could play Portal 2 without ever playing Portal 1, and the only confusion is why, the why is met. what's happening happening. Yeah. Yeah. And so, my, you know, luckily Ben was able to explain that one to me. Okay. So. Uh, she tore up all my pieces and threw them into a fire, but she's still alive. That's all I understand. Sure. Sure, whatever. Something about cake. Um. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I need to go back and play it sometime. I might pick it up. We'll, we'll see. Okay. I've got, I've got so many other things to play right now. We'll have to. I've got a lot of games. This is why this is a show. This is why this show exists. <laughs> I've got a yes. lot of things to play, and and it's something we always kind of talk about as gamers. Like, there's these games that we played or we got for, and we played for a little bit, and then something else came out. It's like this season. This is the perfect season to start this too, right? We're in November, almost. We're almost in November. Everybody, it's November, okay? And all these games start rolling out, and we start picking up game after game after game, and like some of them just kind of get overshadowed, right? I got Paper yeah. Mario Color Splash here on the way. Okay. Oh, when am when I want it? When am I going to play that? <laughs> I I can't want wait to, to play, play that game, but I am so worried that I will hate the combat system to the point where I will not enjoy the game. You just put it down and then yeah, give up. See, see, I have yeah. the, I have the opportunity to play it with not spending sixty dollars to get it. Yeah. So I'll wait. I'll, I'll catch you on sale at some point. I'll, I'll that, pick it up. That's what I was kind of waiting for. Maybe going to pick it up used, like in a couple weeks. I thought, but. I got it now. It's got its way. And thank you to the Nintendo Dads. I don't know how I won that. I just pure luck. Um, nice. Definitely definitely going to try it. Definitely going to play it. But at the same time, it's like... I, see, I don't actually have any big AAA games coming out right now. Yeah. So I'm kind of in like this this zen mode where I'm like, Yay, it's a Christmas where there's not actually something I desperately need to play. Yeah. And I'm kind of happy about it. Because the Switch comes out four months later, and that matters more. <laughs> yeah, so one of the other things we, we spoke about, and just not to get into the topic uh, again, but just to show the fears of this, 
is the pre-order situation. Oh, yeah. And how you can't do it with the Mini Classic. But I think that'll actually work in my favor, provided that the GameStop has them. I've, um, I'm off that day. But then what's going to happen with, you know, what's going to happen with the Switch? Will they just not do pre-orders in the U.S. for that as well? They're just going to let let people go nuts for the Nintendo Switch? I, dude, I really hope not. Well, I'm I also, guess time I'm, will tell, right? I'm still also of the opinion it's going to be $400. See, I don't think I, so. I think that's a mistake, but I think I'm right. I think I think everybody's gonna it's gonna come out, it's gonna be it's gonna be four hundred and everybody's gonna be angry. The rumors that are out I think are, are saying three hundred. They're saying three hundred and then four hundred with the bundle. Yeah, but I and want the I'm bundle. Think- but I want the bundle. Like that well, yeah. God it, it, No no no, I I understand. I understand, right? But the bundle would have to have it'd have to have, you know, the the system, the docking thing, the weird controller that you slap the side pieces on. It'd probably have to have a second controller. You know, and then like a game that'd probably be a game that you don't really care about. Like that's probably what would come in a bundle. I would guess. Maybe not even the other controller. I don't know. I doubt you get a bonus controller. You never get a second controller. God, <laughs> you've got to have a second controller. Every, everything should come with a second controller. Yeah, well, when's the last system that did that? I mean, you can you can buy like Amazon PlayStation bundles where you can get you know two PS4 controllers with it. Yeah, but but when was the last time that like a base thing game? Our system came out with two controls. I don't even know if the NES came out too. I mean, maybe it did, but well, the, the, the Super Famicom did because it was bu- built into the system. Yeah, it's wired in because the controllers are part of the console. Yeah, well, that's the same with that Mini, the the Super Fam or the Famicom Mini, whatever yeah. classic, which I also want. If it, they if they come out with a Super <laughs> Nintendo Mini and a Super Famicom Mini. Then I will try to get the Famicom ones later because I, I want to make sure there's going to be enough of them for a collector display purpose before I start getting the Japanese ones because I won't really play the Japanese ones. No, I just want so, them to look cool. No, it does. No, it's a, it's, I, a, it's it's sixty dollar. It's a sixty dollar cool thing that sits on my table. <laughs> like let's, yes. let's be honest, it doesn't actually get played. But for me to jump into that, there needs to be the line needs to continue. Right, there needs to be the Super Nintendo's and Super Famicom version, and if there's at least those four, then that's four. That's four that can be put up there together. Yeah. But I don't want just the Nintendo one and and the Famicom one. That's just not enough for me to jump that extra sixty bucks oh, into see, it. Oh, yeah, see, you're. <laughs> I have a collecting problem. <laughs> I, I which, which, uh, which will mine come, is growing. Which will come apparent as the show goes on. I guarantee it. I'll be yeah. like, yeah, I bought these three games at the store. <laughs> Yeah, building the backlog, getting deeper in. No, I, I'm, I don't think they're gonna do pre-orders. I really don't. I think. All right. Well, I, let's not depress ourselves I any know. more than we already have the last day and a half. <sighs> Audio problems, everybody. Yeah. At least, at least, members of listening to Dayspace Podcast Network shows, your audio quality has been significantly increased. <laughs> by a lot yeah. it'll sound, every show will sound significantly better <laughs> well we'll i don't know we'll figure it all out because i do really like the idea of it going up live and all that stuff so i know do we, we just got to make sure we have a way to have a backup audio yeah so <clears throat> yesterday i got all excited when we were talking i asked you what day it was you didn't know because <laughs> it was retro game store day oh my god that dude now, i'm so jealous though i look you put up that picture and it was like, 
God dang it, he did it too. <laughs> and not only that, you've got extra stuff in there. I'll let I'll let you tell him though, because it's your stuff. So so okay, so I, I my birthday was a few weeks back. Um, I got a lot more cash than I expected. I love that as adults we talk about birthday money. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you gotta and understand we, though, I I went years with getting absolutely nothing for my birthday except for what I bought myself. Because when I was in the military, right? Nobody sent you Christmas, anything. Uh, I mean, obviously not very, video very games. Rarely. Very, very rarely until I, yeah, I mean, it, it was like, I want to say three or four years that I didn't get, I, I didn't get a single present for birthday or Christmas. Oh man. Unless I, unless I came home for Christmas, which I wasn't able to do very often. Right. And then I got married and, you know, my wife and I did that stuff, but I still, I still didn't for a period of time. And it was fine. Like it didn't bother me. Right. I, I, um, I mean, as a low grade person in the military in that time period, I made almost nothing, (laughs) but I still, I could basically get myself what I wanted. Okay. You know, I could still do stuff. Yeah. Um, no, I I just think it's funny as, as adults, we still talk about birthday money and then we still go buy video games. Like, I just think it's kind of a funny, it's just kind of a funny parallel. So, so when I first got the money, I went to the, I went to the retro game store and I looked around and I dropped about 50 bucks um, I got um, Mario Sunshine, and I got uh, Aladdin for the Super Nintendo. Oh, good. Which one day we'll have to talk about that too, because that is an amazing game. Yeah, I've I think I've played the Sega version. So. I've I've heard the Sega ones are better, but I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell I, I, I couldn't tell you unless I played them again now. Right. Yeah. So I after that I'm like okay like I. I a lot of times I'll get like birthday money, Christmas money, and I'll just like go into my account and I'll never touch it. And I didn't want to do that. I'm like, no, no, screw you. I'm actually going to spend it on myself. I'm going to do what you're supposed to do with birthday money. I always, pay, so I I always pay bills. Yeah, well. I pay, I pay all the bills first, and then I go get myself something small, and then I move oh, on. Oh, okay. So that's well, usually, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I had to sit there, and I'm just like, I'm looking online. I'm looking at other things I kind of want to collect. I'm looking at different things. And everything I'm seeing is like, well, if I want this thing at some point, I'll pick it up. Or I want this thing, but I don't have a place to put it right now. Like, right. I haven't built up my display area and stuff like that. You know, like I want these these vinyls, but I don't want them just to stack up in my closet right now. I can get them later. Yeah. So finally, I like I couldn't find anything else. I'm like, fine. I'm like, screw it. Like, like there's eighty dollars that I have of the birthday money set aside for the Nest Mini Classic. Right. That's it's sitting there. That's that's what it's for. Um, I figure the 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 system, an extra controller, and tax eighty bucks. Right. Right. So and like, some, okay, and that, some change for lunch. Like you'll be good. Sure. <laughs> go through go through T Bell. Get a couple tacos. You'll be good. So <laughs> that's all I need for the whole weekend. <laughs> um so so uh I just realized never mind, never mind, that's for another time. I got an idea for that day, by the way. Okay. <laughs> so so I, I had this I had like 120 bucks and I'm like, what am I gonna do with 120 bucks? I'm like I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go down there and I'm either gonna search through find a bunch of games or I'm gonna buy a new system. And I go in. I, first of all, I walk in the door. And I go to this place every two to four weeks. I go at least once. And sometimes I'm there a lot because like I bought something and it was scratched. It didn't work. And it took me a few times going up there. And finally, he's reordered me a new copy of the same thing. Right. So the guy knows who I am. 
And I think I'm one of his more normal customers compared to like the clientele that often goes in there. Yeah, I know that kind of store. <laughs> yeah. I'm in Cleveland. So, Trust me, I know that kind of store. <laughs> so so I go in and the guy's like, hey, I've got something I think you're going to want. Like that's like what he says to me like as I'm like crossing the threshold of the doorway. Okay. And I'm like, what's up? So he goes and he finds it and he's like, I got a copy of Luigi's Mansion in. And I'm ah, like, done. Yeah done because that's one of those when i started building my gamecube collection i had i had a list of games that i want like i want that, this game it's on my list of things i want too i don't have and, it yeah and so that and mario sunshine were two of the bigger ones and, and there's a number of other ones but there's a lot so of got th- my gamecube the only gamecube game that i still have working and in good condition is mario kart double dash yes that, so i have that I, one already I'm, and i have smash I, i'm re- i'm rebuilding that very very slowly gamecube games are expensive some of them are yeah yeah so so anyway so i got that i'm like okay set that aside let's let's you know how much is that okay tell me the price i'm like all right let's start start adding this up <laughs> and i'm looking around i'm looking around a couple other customers come in uh i brought my wave bird in do you have a wave bird i don't have a wave bird i know i know it's so a I, crime i i have okay. i've played with them i like them they're expensive to get now and They're like forty bucks. I, I, but, look, I was so happy with the with the Smash Brothers GameCube controllers that they released for the Wii U and the GameCube controller adapter that I'm not yeah. upset. So like, you know, whatever. I don't mind wires. Well, wires for are part me of though. Nostalgia. My 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 game room right now has an elliptical in it that faces the TV. Right. But I can I can't play the GameCube unless I'm using the WaveBird. And my uh, WaveBird wasn't working properly, so I brought it in. He cleaned it up. And I think he, I think he got it working better now. So he's just cleaning up for me while we're talking. Nice. So I'm look. So I'm looking around. I start looking through the PS3 games, the PS2 games. I'm like, is there something I want? I saw I saw the orange box, and the price was higher than I wanted to pay. And I'm looking around, and I go over to the GameCube games, the Super Nintendo, and he isn't anything new. Um, I found like one or two Super Nintendo games I could have gotten. And finally, I'm talking to him. Talking, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, screw it. All right, give me the N64. Oh, like, I need it. yes. <laughs> I need a second controller. Which you got? Which for some reason around here finding finding N64 controllers is like a mission. Well, like here's so the, the thing, there'll, though, there'll be two. There'll be two floating around at all times, but you got to go to multiple stores to get them. It's so weird. There's a Okay, so so what he gave me for the two controllers, right? So one of them was a rebuilt original controller. Yeah. It's the, the pur- other it's one, the purple one. It's the see-through purple one. It's the same one I yeah. use. Yeah. Yeah, which he had sitting on. So he's got this like small TV with a, with almost every system hooked up to it yeah. that people can try stuff out or hang out in some gaming chairs and stuff. That's cool. So he went and that was sitting there. He's like, oh, hey, I got this one. So he grabbed that and brought it over. And then like a aftermarket. The one. yellow one. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what so, I figured when I saw it like that. I'm like, eh, you're, you're not going to be disappointed. That's, no, it, that's your it's second. It's the same thing. It's stiff right now, but it'll loosen up as I use it. And it's your second controller. Yeah. Give it, so, to, give it to player two. <laughs> Well, now the thing is, now I need two more controllers. Oh yeah, because it's an N64. I've only got yeah, one. Yeah. I, my when we moved, my I had two original N64 controllers. I had a gray. I had the gray one that came with the console, and I had that purple one. When we moved, somehow the wire that's on the gray one got frayed completely and screwed. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, I'm yeah. not, fi- I'm not fixing this. Like I could, but I'm not going to. So I pitched that when we when I hooked it up. So I've got one controller at the moment. So, me. so I also I bought a memory card, which is only a few bucks, and I don't know how often I need a memory card, 
but there, I had it now. I don't know why you bought that, but <laughs> you're well, not, it, it's not going to hurt you. Let's put it that well, way. It, yeah, it was only a couple bucks, and like I just figured, I figured something. He told me like like only certain games needed. But I was like, yeah, whatever. I'm here. It's a couple bucks. Throw it in. Yeah, they're cheap. So, so, so now I'm like, okay. So now I need to get a couple games. And I'm starting to get, you know, after I'm, I'm adding everything up, I'm starting to get towards the end of my budget that I, that I felt like spending. And, uh, you know, I'm paying in cash, and he, he gives, like, a veteran's discount and everything like that. So so I'm looking in, and he also gives, like, a $10 credit towards a game when you buy a system. Right. So what, you so, should, what every store should do, but... Yeah. But this guy, this guy's just great. Like, it's not, uh, it, it, I saw that console dude, man. He cleaned that thing up. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. He, that, that, that guy stuff, fixes just, everything. Just looking at that picture of what he gave you, like, I'm like, oh yeah, this guy cares. This guy's good. Yeah, and that's why, like, I could have spent less money on it and got it off eBay, but, but it, I know this is going to be a quality thing. I know I could be able, to, be able to play it that day. Yeah, right. And I, I know I'm not going to have any. And if I have any issues, I know I can go right up the road to him. You know, it's ten minutes away. Yeah, and he'll he'll fix do what it he up, can. It up, give me a new one. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Yeah. So, so I'm looking at games. I'm like, okay. So here's my criteria. That I was t- kind of telling. Like, I don't want something that's on rare replay because I have rare replay, and even though eventually I might want the other copies of it, um, I don't. I don't want that to be where I start. Yeah. Right. You don't so want like something you you can already play. You want something yeah. new. I don't, and I don't want something I already own on the virtual console. Okay. Which isn't much. Right. But I don't want that. So I'm looking and looking. I'm like, well, also I want something that my son would also enjoy. So. Um, I've got a list of games I want to get in time. So I ended up picking up Cruising USA. Okay. Which um, I've never played. Oh my god. I, I am going to make a video with Ben at some point of the two of us playing this. It is it's such a great game. Um I picked up that because it was pretty cheap. And then I picked up Diddy Kong Racing. I saw that. Because I had Mario Kart 64 virtually, and my wife used to love Diddy Kong Racing. Never and like, also some Oh, it's okay. So, so, so I've never got my hands on it. It's impossible to get. It's so expensive here. It's it's dude, like it was it was twenty bucks. Lucky you, because it's fifty at every store I go to. It's not in it like in the box. It's eighty. I've yeah, never no. played it. I've played the equivalent, which is Crash Team Racing. I'd call it the PlayStation equivalent, right? Because it's got the open world kind of like racing game feel. But I, dude, that is a game that I want so bad. Okay, so that's the game I'm going to talk about today, by the oh way. Oh, my God, I can't wait. All right. So, but, but first, <laughs> here's the thing, right? And you talk about, like, you know, one price for what it is and one price in the box. When it comes to Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and 64 games, I don't care about the box. Like, I don't usually cool, either. But but if I'm going to display them, I don't need the box because you can display the cartridge. No, I do, I do right? too. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't buy cartridges. For a cartridge. GameCube game. I need the box. I need the box. For a Wii, Wii U game. Anything with a box. disc, I need the box. Yeah, and, um, and oh, and I need the original. I need the original label. Like I don't need it to be I, in like a like a replacement GameCube box. Like no, it's yes. it's got it's still got to have the old double dash or whatever artwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't necessarily need the original pamphlet inside. No, I don't. Either. But I've got some where I have that, and it's awesome. Yeah. So, and this actually brings me to a thought. Uh, I was listening to the Warp Whistle. You ever listen to the Warp Whistle? No, do not. Okay. Uh, it's other people that are friends like Sean and Bobby and all them. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was listening to that and they were talking about the switch. And one thing they were talking about was how much space is it going to have? Um, the cost of getting SD cards and, and whatnot. And 
my thought on that personally, and this goes in with me buying the stuff is I don't care how much space it has. Like I want it to have some, and I'll probably put an SD card in there because I'm going to want some indie games and stuff like that. But I want the physical thing. Like when it comes to Nintendo, I want physical. I want I to be able to too. put it up. I want to be able to display it. I don't. I I could every PS4 game couldn't care couldn't care less every xbox one game i probably buy i don't even care that i get a physical digital the only reason i like physical overall in general if i have a choice is i like to share games with my friends right yeah no that is nice so yeah that's that's the only reason i'll buy physical ps4 games the the truth is though like the nintendo stuff like it holds its value it's gorgeous and it all and it always like like to go back and pick up my copy of double dash and look at that like it just makes me smile Oh yeah, yeah. Like, and, God, and I don't know. I don't know how much of the conversation you saw afterwards, but like, so I when I when I tweeted out the picture of the stuff that I got, uh, I tagged uh, you in it, yep. and Josh Stapleton, yeah, right. And so he and I were kind of going back and forth. He's asking me what other things I want to get, and he had made the comment in there that he has like some of the games he really wants are ones that he has on the virtual console. Because he's like I am. He's like, you know, I don't care if I have this. I want it physically. Like, I have Mario 64 virtually. I will buy it at some point physically. Yeah. I, I want Mario Kart, which is hard to find. Um, yeah. I want it physically. You're, um, you're, you have the exact same opinion that I do. Like, I will buy it virtually to play it because I enjoy <laughs> playing it. Actually, even when I own the physical copy, I will probably boot up the virtual console to play it. Just out of convenience. Right? But yeah. me, like my Amiibo addiction, because it is, it's an addiction, I want all these things in my hands. I want to be able to pull, pick up the N64 cartridges. I want, oh, to be, yeah. I want to be able to play them the way I did as a kid. And, and look, it might, God, it might say something about my mental health. Zach is at some point going to need to analyze that. In depth <laughs> and and on their show, but like, uh, it is weird that I care this much. No, I know I I understand. Like, I want I want to I want to be able to see. Like, if even if I don't ever play it, I want to be able to see that it's there. Yeah, right. Because it just makes me feel good that it's there. Yeah, you know, it's weird. It's a really and, weird feeling. And so now, so my plan is now. So now I have the Super Nintendo N sixty four and the GameCube. At some point, I will buy an original NES. Uh, I almost did that too. Not all. Okay. I almost did that instead. I was kind of going back and forth, but with the NES mini classic come out, I will have, see, and see I will have the, I, I will have Nintendo games to play to hold me over. So I might as well get the N64 now. Cause I didn't have that. There's something about the NES classic that makes me feel really good about that too. Like, despite that it's not expandable, which everybody wants and I want it to, right? It makes no sense. Yeah. If, if they said, Every NES game ever is two dollars on here. I would I would pick it up with the thirty games and then I would buy the six hundred and whatever other games. Well, but see, here's the point. problem. But then you can't. But then you're not having them physically. But but here's the thing. I still look. I I want them physically too. Don't get me wrong. The thing that I like about the NES Classic is it is a NES with a digital output, meaning it can go on my HDTV, yep. right? So it'll it's and it's made by Nintendo, and the controllers are official, brand new Nintendo sealed approval. Oh, I'm and so excited about those controllers. I dude, the controllers alone, I God, I I just wish they had the original connections. 
Yeah, well, you know, though, what I, I what I really like about the way they're doing it is that I have a few games on my virtual console that are NES games, that and are, I want to be able to play them with this. Like, No, it's great. It's great. It really, truly is great. I just, part of me says, God, it would just be another reason to go buy another original NES, because now I could buy yeah. two brand new fresh controllers with it, too. Yeah, well, I'll I'll be buying. I'll be buying an NES at some the, point. It's, I will say, within the next six months, expect me to own an original NES. Yeah, me too. All right. Now, the it, only <laughs> thing that's going to hold that back a little bit is it's going to be a. I it's the gonna, biggest thing. It's going to be an original GameCube for me or an original NES. Ooh, and, I, and see, I have, I would say, but I have the I Wii, would, so oh yeah, yeah, yeah I don't yeah, technically yeah. need the GameCube. I so. Nope. I, if so I, I still had my original Wii, I would not have gotten the GameCube. Yeah, see, that's... Um, but I sold my Wii when I bought my Wii U. But I don't. I have no need to go back and buy a Wii. You know what the you know right. what the you know what the worst thing about about playing a GameCube game on the Wii is the menu that you hit the boot of the Wii, get a Wii remote, click on the GameCube thing, hit start, and then play the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a bullshit. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, I really like it as a GameCube. That's you know, it's one of the things I heard about. Like, uh, have you ever played the Retron Five? No. Okay, so the Retron Five is. I know what it is, but uh, and it outputs an HD. Right. Right. Uh, but the problem is, you can. I mean, you can use or you can use whatever controller you want. You can use a Genesis controller, a Super Nintendo controller, a regular Nintendo controller. Right. They'll plug right into it. But when you boot it up, apparently you have to use their like crappy controller. To oh God, get to see, the game that, that ruins it, that ruins, yeah. it ruins the, same the experience, thing. and it's God, it's such a dumb thing. It sounds like such a, a first world, like who cares? Like, so what? Oh, you yeah. have to use it, no, but it matters, it does. Uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> so I went through, I bought those two games, and the guy, you know, you're talking about how much he cares and cleans it up and stuff. When you buy a, a cartridge game from him. He takes it apart, pulls out the connection part. Oh my god, I love this guy. If, if anyone listening to this ever wants to clean a NES game, ideally take it apart. Uh, but you have to have a special screwdriver for it. I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna do it myself. I'm gonna let somebody who's done it a thousand times do it. I mean well, here's no here's the thing though. It's super easy. Like you know, like like literally, it is the easiest thing ever to do this. But what you do is you take brass brasso is that what it's called that brass cleaner yeah and you take a little bit of that on a q-tip and clean them just go over it with that and that's all you have to do because the little connectors are brass yeah. and it cleans off any corrosion that's on it you put it back in close it back up now what he told me is if you don't have the control if you don't have the screwdriver take it off don't use that stuff because it will um uh like get gunk up in there because it'd be kind of going up against that edge yeah Compared to just a flat surface. So what he recommended to me was doing like um, like Windex or like an all-surface cleaner. Yeah. But not alcohol, and I, which all of us use as kids. Uh, and and apparently the reason is, too. <laughs> apparently the reason is, which I never knew this, is the alcohol will actually eat away at the glue that's holding the little brass connector piece, brass oh, connector God. piece. Well, that explains, onto, that explains some of my games that off. feel like they're coming apart. Yeah. Um, and so. Wow. So you just get, you know what? As an gonna, as an added bonus, the listeners today got a pro tip. Pro tip. <laughs> when I come down there, 
at some point to go to this store, which will be the real reason I come there, John, not to see you. I'm going to come to that game store. I'm just going to bring every cartridge I have. I'm going to come with a ton of money to buy a bunch of stuff, and then I'm going to ask him to clean everything I already have. He, and, and you know what? And I like, bet he would. I, I yeah. feel like I know him that he would. So, so like, I mean, yesterday, you know, if I had just walked in and handed him my wave bird, he probably would have cleaned it because he knows I come in there and buy stuff. But I probably would have tipped him a little bit, right? He wouldn't have charged me. I probably would have tipped him a little bit or something like that. But, but you know, I went in there and dropped 120 bucks. So, so it was like that. nothing for him to sit there and just do that while he and I are just, you know, talking about whatever. Like, we got this whole conversation about the, the switch and everything else over there. I mean, we just, right. of course, I, I, I've never spent less than an hour in that store. I think that sometimes it's two, two and a half. That's kind of how I am in those stores, it, especially if I go in alone. <laughs> like that, yeah. yeah. Like as long as the woman's not with me, going, "All right, Dave, buy what you came here to buy." <laughs> like, oh God, I would never go there with my wife. Oh, she it, just it's comes. like her. It's like her taking me bra shopping. Oh it's, yeah, dude, that's the worst. It's the most awkward. You just stand there, and she'll be like, "I gotta go try this on," and then you're standing alone in the bras. You're like. God, hey, do, I, do I just leave? Like, do I walk away? You just look at the woman next to you like, that won't fit. <laughs> just, just make her feel uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> All right, maybe so, episode two is just as good as episode one. <laughs> Quality so, entertainment, everybody. So I come home with everything. In my entertainment system, or at my entertainment center, uh, I, I, I bought a new one. Like, we were going to build a wall size one with holes for every game system. I knew I was going to be getting more and everything else, but I started adding up the cost and like calculating in my ability. So like, basically do I, do I feel comfortable enough with my ability to spend this much? And I was like, okay, screw that. So we went to <laughs> Ikea and we got one. We, we basically put together like a modular thing and it's got like, like um, two big size bays on either side in the middle. It's got the same size bay, but there's like a split in the middle. And the top shelf of that has the surround sound mechanism, you know, receiver. And below that was the PS2. And then I had the GameCube and Super Nintendo on one side and the Wii on the other. Well, I needed to rearrange all this stuff. because You do, you do what I do, too. I, when I got my Xbox One, I had to move everything. I had to remove. It, and well, it, part, it, part of that's the Xbox One's giant design. <laughs> but it's like. Well, so ahead. my issue wasn't so much that, though. My issue was that. Like right now, I have the Super Nintendo and the GameCube going in with one of those like the RF connectors. I think it's what it's called, right? It goes yeah. into your like your cable line or whatever. Right. And the connection's not that great. It's like I'm not doing that to my to the N64. So I wanted the GameCube and the N64 next to each other, but the Super Nintendo could not fit with a game in it in the smaller slot. So anyway, so I had to move everything around. I'm gonna have to redo it again today because I don't like the way I left it. And I think I can move stuff around to make stuff work easier. And my, my TV is wall mounted. Yeah. So luckily the wall mount will let it tilt, but then I have to like get back there. Re- it's, it's such a huge pain. Once, once it's done, it's great. Yes. It's, it, yeah. No, trust me. I know. I, oh, you know, it was really wonderful is when we moved, I got the TV stand from the basement of my old house. Mm. I said, when we moved, I go, I'm taking that. Because nobody's going to want it. like, But it was built you know, to ki- hold like a giant CRT TV. Yeah. So like, like I'm, gonna, I'm going to be able to fit everything on this. So the top layer is like all the little like small boxes, like the cable box and the, and the switcher, the HDMI switcher, because I have to have some sort of... I've, I've got to, I might go to Fry's and look at some of that stuff 
soon. Yeah, I got one that didn't work very well. So I have I actually have a bunch of those. I have nice. I bought like these these ones that have like three HDMI's that go to one, so that I had like six, but they didn't work with the PS4. F you Sony. The Sony PS4 does not work with any HDMI switcher or hub of any kind. Nice. So that's thank thank you. Thank you, Sony, so much. It has to go directly into the TV, or I have to turn off the settings so that I can't stream. Oh, Alrighty. So, anyway, moving on. I I have so much... That TV stand is basically built to hold, you know, every console ever, like, yeah. from the N64 on. So it's got enough room for the cartridges. I love it. It's great. Okay. <laughs> Everything's hooked up. I have a problem. I'm going to move it all, though, because I'm going to get a CRT TV and move it all in here. I'm gonna play a bunch of old games on a CRT TV in here, and I'm gonna hook yeah. it up. And I'm gonna hook it up directly to this computer so I can stream. Oh, that's awesome! I'm gonna do it, Mike. <laughs> I've got to find out, and I got to figure out how much money I'm willing to put into it. It'll depend on kind of where this whole podcasting thing takes me, as far as if I start doing more videos or not. Um, but I, I think my computer might should be able to stream. It, my should. computer's not. My it, computer's not um, it's, great. But. It's not so much the computer. As it is your internet connection. Well, my internet connection is fantastic. Well, then you, like you, you that's all, all, you, all you might have to, you know, you might have to reduce yourself to 720p. I'm more than okay with that, especially because if I'm going to be streaming stuff, I'm going to be streaming like, you know, the old systems. Yeah, exactly. Right. So you can go at 480p in yeah. standard definition and you'll be fine. Trust me. I'll get you, I'll get you help hooked up at some point, but that's an off air conversation. So, Sorry, Twitter's going off. <laughs> uh, well, I, I dropped the other episode of uh, Generational Gamers today, the one where I, I sat there and talked with uh, Josh Stapleton. Okay. So now I'm getting all the retweets from tweeting it out, and you know, because these people are awesome. I love people. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't like people, but I like these people. I like Actually, the positivity that's, that's in, the, it's in, in the, the podcast. The people that we talk Yeah. Except for that one fool who I swear was trolling you a few days ago. Which one? The one who was talking trash about uh, the the Switch episode we did. Oh, yeah, no, he's totally trolling. <laughs> he's, okay. He's, he's, he's kidding. I, 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 yeah. I obviously don't know him. I was like, if this I, guy's not trolling, like, I, I don't care if someone trolls, if they're, you know, somewhat friendly no, or whatever. But he, if they're not trolling, then that was just dick. It was, I, I, I'm sure that after we drop Living Room Clutter tomorrow, I'll know for sure because he listens every week. Ah, uh, but um, yeah, no, that <laughs> it's basically a glorified Game Boy. <laughs> oh my! <God>. Okay, <laughs> come so, on, that's got to be a troll. That can't be real. So, so I got everything set up, and I was like, okay, I want to test everything, right? Because if it doesn't, something doesn't work, I you know I, Bring I have back. a couple days to get back down there to the guy. So I plugged everything in, and I couldn't get the visual. I think there might be something wrong with the AV cord I got. Now, that granted, seem, AV cords seems... are super cheap. Um, if I run across one today or tomorrow when I'm out, I might just do that. Otherwise, I'll swing back down there. The one, the one problem with this store is it's the opposite direction of everywhere else I go in life. Like, everywhere else I go is one way. This store is the other, other way. Yeah. Um, but I got to test it out some more and make sure I wasn't just screwing up. So I had another AV cord. So I put it in. Got it all hooked up. 
Uh, I started with the GameCube. I wanted to make sure I, I was going to test out my, my Wavebird and Luigi's Mansion, and I almost couldn't stop myself from playing. I was like, nope, nope, I have I have chores I need to do. I need to finish testing everything. So I stopped playing, uh, even though I was getting super into it, even the first like three minutes of the game. Um, so then I hooked up the, you know, so I, I switched it over. I just pulled the cord out the back and put it in the back of the, of the N64, which is why I want the two next to each other. So I just have one AV going in. Oh, and, see, I never do that. Well, I never, I never want to have to do anything but flip a switch. Well, okay, I, so I'm a crazy. I'm really a, not that much more difficult than flipping a switch, right? No, you I, go, oh, I know, I know it's not. Done. I know it's and not. I just I, don't like moving the consoles even a little bit. Currently, I don't have a switch. Yeah. Like that's the other issue. No, no, no. Right? I know. And, I, I've got. And plus, I take my consoles with me sometimes, so I'm unplugging them and moving them around anyway. Well, so the same. So here's what I do in that scenario. Because I'm a crazy person. Um, she wanted to play a PS3 game. And I said, well, okay, here's how you boot up the PS3 on this TV. Because the PS3's on a crazy switch. you got to press a couple buttons. Just because how often do we really play the PS3? And she says, yeah. well, can you move it to the bedroom? I go, yeah, I, I can move the PS3 to the bedroom. I don't care. But what I do is I, I take take the cables out. Leave the cables on the TV stand. And then I then I hook up new cables to the bedroom. That and that's and that's what I, I always do. And if I can't do that, I wait and I wait until I go get the cables. That's that's what I do, and that's why I needed to have two sets of cables. Yeah, because I keep one set of cables with me, and I plug in the TV in my bedroom. And you but leave also, them there because when when I bring the console back, I just want to go done. Yeah, yeah, no, I will not pull these out of the back of the TV. It's too much of a hassle with that right. TV. Now, exactly. luckily, the TV in the bedroom, the AV in, is on the side of it. So it's oh, no, really the, easy. The, the, bedroom, the bedroom's easy. The bedroom's that, not a problem. That TV, that TV, I have it on, like, this extension arm, like, wall mount. So, so like, you could pull it out and turn it sideways, and, and so it's real easy to get to everything in that one. But the TV in the um, in the living room, which is where the PlayStation 3 is hooked up, um, I have an extra HDMI coming out of that just sitting there for if I want to move the Xbox into that room or if I want to move the Wii into that room. You know, if we're all hanging out downstairs, I can just bring the system down there and plug it in. Right. So, so anyway, I even, so I I even keep the power cords. Oh, that, that's, I, even, I even I even have duplicate power cords for that purpose. That's something I'm, I don't have. I'm I'm crazy. I'm a crazy person. If I can't do it, I leave it. Oh yeah, I can't do that. I that's too much for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I, I switch it over to the, uh, to the N64 and I start off, I put in cruising USA mm. cause I know I wasn't gonna play that a whole lot. And I pick, I, I wanted to try out both controllers. So I put in one of the controllers and everything else, put in the memory card, make sure it worked, whatever. And as soon as in my hand, cause I, I, I knew I wouldn't regret buying this. Right. right? But I didn't know how I was going to really feel. Cause I've never, I mean, I played some, but whatever, but it wasn't never my main console ever. I picked it up. I held it. Which is awkward, right? The N64 controller is an awkward controller. Um, until until you you're playing the game and it doesn't matter, but okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But as soon yeah, as soon as we're playing, I'm like, oh my god, I made the greatest purchase yes. ever. And oh, thank you. I was and, worried. And, I was worried when I saw the picture. It was like he's gonna wish he bought an NES and he's gonna be no, wrong. No, 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 no. Okay. I wish I will buy that also, like I said. But so anyway, so then I put in I put in Diddy Kong Racing and I made sure it worked. And then I went into a couple. I got freaking hair on my head like my hat like my like my uh yeah my funko pop spider-man hat that's pretty cool digging I, it i'm a pretty cool guy i like spider-man uh yeah he's all right 
Uh, <laughs> so, so I, I, I did some chores. So I wanted the house to look a little bit nicer for the wife when she came home from work. And, uh, and then I went back up and I started playing Diddy Kong racing and I will tell you, man, it, okay. It's not Mario Kart. It's not. I will never say that it's a better racing game than Mario Kart because it's not. <gasps> it's not a better racing game than Mario Kart. Mario Kart is superior as a racing game. Okay. Right? But Diddy Kong Racing, it's different and it's phenomenal. So, you boot see, it up. See, here, that's the thing is I like, I like racing kart games for the racing game part. Well, no, no. The racing is still good. Right. It's still really good, but it adds so much more to the game. Whereas Mario Kart, you're like, here's your four tracks for the circuit. Go race it out. And you have all these different items and weapons and whatever else, right? This one's a lot different. So, so you boot it up, and the first thing is you pick your character. And all these are rare characters. So you have Diddy Kong. Um, I, I play as Conker. Conker's my favorite. And it wasn't until, I don't know, a year ago that I realized he had his own game. <laughs> uh, I had no idea Conker's Bad Fur Day was a thing. Uh, I, I mean, I barely knew that, too. But I've also never played Diddy Kong Racing. Ever. Yeah. Never, ever have I played this game. I've seen footage I, of it. And, I, and I've tried to emulate it, but I couldn't. Well, I love I love playing as Conker. He's a squirrel. It's crazy. So I, I always pick Conker. Uh, there's some tiger who I don't know who that is. It might be... It's got to be... It's got to be a character from... Either Diddy Kong or Banjo Kazooie, because Banjo's in there. Right. Um, the alligator, who I think's from Banjo Kazooie, is in there. Isn't the alligator from Donkey Kong? Isn't it the crazy? Isn't it? Oh, isn't it the, the villain? Isn't it the villain from Con- Donkey Kong? I might be wrong. Don't no, ask no, me. No, no, you might be very right. I, I, because isn't my cause, Donkey Kong? My Donkey Kong game playing is very limited, also. Because, because what's the fat alligator that everybody wanted in Smash? I have no idea. Okay, well, I think that's the villain from. Uh, like Donkey Kong Country, the original Donkey Kong Country. Okay. Well, so this has all these characters. They're all they're all rare characters, right? Okay. And then, so then you 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 start the game out. And you're in your car, and you're in this little area. And there's an elephant walking around. And if you honk your horn when you're in the middle, he'll come up and say, "Hey, do you want to change your vehicle?" And you can go between a car, which is just a a, a basic racing go kart looking thing, um, a hovercraft. Or an airplane. Okay. Right, so these are your options. So you start with the car, and you go, and you can see there's one path, and there's a door. And so just like um, in the Mario games, like the, the the not the Mario games, but uh, Mario 64, you have the door with a one, right? Because you have one, what is it, coin or whatever it is, or whatever it is that allows you to, one key, or whatever it is that allows you to get through the door. You have one. So you drive up to this thing, you get a balloon. And now you can go through the door that says one, because you have one balloon. And inside there, there's a series of doors. And one of them have a one on there. So you go through that one, and then the race starts. Right? And the progression of the game is, as you beat a race, get balloons. you get a balloon. The more balloons you have, the more races you can go do. Now, this is the one-player adventure mode. Right? Yeah. You can just do the racing mode. Where of course. However many players and whatever else you pick your track and you race, but but I like that it has this adventure mode to it. Have you, ever played, so you, have you ever played Crash Team Racing? No. Okay. All right. Because this I have is, to put that on my list. You should definitely. You should definitely put Crash Team because this is very similar, right? It's a kart racer that you drive around this open world. You get you unlock keys by beating bosses by beating races. 
you have to unlock the boss doors by getting trophies. That's and, and then you've got very this, similar to how this is. Yes, and I and, and obviously Crash Team Racing came second, right? It's not; yeah. it wasn't their original idea, but um, it sounds very, very similar. And that's what everybody—I mean, everybody kind of compares the two. But and, I've never but, played Diddy Kong to find out, you know, which one is superior. So, so the racing is solid. Um, I'm still having to get used to the controller. Uh, uh-huh. I think partly because it's it's new and the other one's rebuilt, so it's stiff. Yeah. So it's hard to turn just a little bit. For me, it's like all or nothing and kind of correcting in between. Uh, but it hasn't stopped me yet. Like I've been able to beat most races so far, and I'm not that far into it. I mean, it definitely gets harder. But but after you get so many, like so in the first door you go through and you have these other doors that are available to you, there's a one, two, a three, there's no four, and then there's a five. Well, by the end of three, you have four balloons. But now you can't do the fifth one because you don't have a fifth balloon. So you got to go back out and you got to figure out where the next set, the next set of like races are. And you have to go change it to the airplane. And you got to like fly up to this area and do these races. Now you're racing as an airplane. See, that's what and I've seen. And I every time I've played a, a flying game racing, like I'm like, eh, it's okay. Like Sonic Racing All Stars Transformed. If you ever played that, no. Um, like I'm like, eh, it's it's all right. I guess, and and then I think about playing that with the N sixty four controller, and I think eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I it it takes some getting used to, okay. But I think they do it really well. I okay. mean, and and the the flight's inverted, which I'm assuming you can probably change, but I prefer it that way for I flying. Pref- I prefer it that way too. Um, and, and it, I don't know, it's great. Like I I am having so much fun. Like I think if I had this and Mario Kart sitting next to each other. I'd probably still be playing this right now just because of the progression system. And it's it's a better single player experience. And this is, is. this is something is definitely. this is something that Mario Kart has never done right in my opinion. Ever. Is that a single player? Yeah, single player. I, look, I had a friend who I had a friend who like literally every time I saw him was playing Mario Kart 7 on his 3DS. Yeah. Every time I saw him. Love the guy, right? And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Like, what is occupying your time? Like, once you've beat everything on, you know, like 100cc or maybe 150cc, like, what else is there to do? Like, yeah, maybe I, maybe I'm wrong and maybe I don't quite understand it, but... like No, no, I, and, and I think that's why, at least with Mario Kart 8, they went up to the 200cc well, and then they have the mirror never, mode. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Crap, I can't dude. do 200 cc. I can't. Have you tried? I've tried. It is. I can't do it either. It's insane. I can't. I. I try. It's, I. I. I'm hoping Sean's tournament is at 150 cc. Otherwise, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Dude, I would take 50. <laughs> I'll take. You know. You actually, when you say that, I. I. When I like to play with people, especially people like if there's even just one person in the room who's never played Mario Kart. Yeah. I kind of like to just put it in 100 cc. Yeah, no, 100 cc is a pretty a pretty good. 150, I'm fine with. I can I can but, play 150 alone. I don't like, especially if you do four player split screen, like, and and having a visual impairment, like playing at 150 cc with four separate tiny screens, like I'm like, eh, I don't know about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but I don't I don't mind it. So, so so with Diddy Kong, it's I, I like the different characters. Um, I like that there's three different modes of racing with the three different vehicles and they all work differently. I mean, the hovercraft, you're going to 
be drifting a lot more. Uh, but the drifting mechanic is basically the same as in right. Mario Kart. Uh, the weapons are different. You have so you have these balloons that you collect. And the balloons all do specific things. Like you'll know what it is you're getting. So like there's a balloon that has a rocket. And if you have a balloon with a rocket, they shoot a rocket. And then you hit yeah, you shoot a rocket straight. But if you get a second balloon that has a rocket right in a row before you use that one, you'll get a homing rocket. Oh, cool. And then there's like there's a balloon that does like an oil spill behind you. And there's a balloon that does like a little force field around you. There's a balloon that does like a rocket boost. But if you have one and you run into another one, it'll switch to whatever that is. Neat. So it's a, it's a bit different um, than like the Mario Kart uh, as far as the weapons and stuff like that go. Um, I this is a game I really, really want to play. Dude, I'm, uh, it's, it's fun. Like I'm, I'm going to play it later. I got some stuff I got to do today. I told my wife I'd clean the game room. I told her whatever, I, I, but, I told her I'd clean and do laundry too, but psh, you know whatever. <laughs> yeah, but when I get done, like when when I get done, I, I'm pretty sure the next thing I'm going to do is go right into uh, into playing more of that, and that might be what I take with me whenever I go when I go to work and I have to have something kind of on the side to do for a little while. See, this has never been released on the virtual console. Oh, well, because it's owned by Rare, right? I think that's why. And Rare is now owned by Microsoft. But because it has Donkey Kong and stuff in it, it'll never get re-released anywhere. Exactly. Like, th th this is the issue. That's why a number of games that were on Rare Replay, like, they missed out on a lot of great games because of the of the clash of who owns what. Right. Because so. it's a mix of who owns what. You know, Rare, Rare probably owns the rights to, well, maybe not to Donkey Kong 64 because Nintendo has re-released it, right? But, like... Have, have you heard that supposedly when the guys went through, the Microsoft guys went through to go buy Rare, they didn't really know exactly what they were buying? Like, I think oh, from what I've heard, I think they thought they would be getting Donkey Kong and, and some of those other IPs that they that they can't have oh, because of who actually owns them. God dang it. Yeah. And which explains, crazy. It explains why Rare has not really made anything of note except maybe even Pinata. <laughs> oh, that game is so. Anyways, we'll that's going to be a discussion no, for another day because that that there's so much to talk about with that game. I yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, speaking of rare though, okay. So every so basically every month I'm going to give myself twenty forty dollar budget, something like that, whatever I feel like. That's kind of what I do too. Right. Um, to buy a couple of games, and now I have three systems to choose from to kind of you know I do have, this. I can pretty much buy almost anything except an NES game. And, a, yeah. and, well, any, and, and any Sega game. I don't own a single Sega costa, co console in this house. Just kind of eating at me a little bit, too. Well, you know what I'm considering on that before I, you know, because we obviously go off track all the time. Sega <laughs> has put out, okay, I don't know if Sega's put out. Someone put out with Sega's approval. Uh, Those are this, garbage. Well, but here's the thing about it, though. There's one out there. It's got 80 games. 30 of them are actually like worthwhile Sega games. But it has a slot. It'll play Sega cartridges. Yes, but it's but the emulation is garbage. But how good do you need it to be for Sega? Like, do you really need a Genesis? Oh, but it's see, part Sega. of me part part of me tells me that it won't work at all based on like what people have said. Like the slowdown. I don't know. Is, I, I, like I've heard like it's it's not. You know, it, you're right. If it it plays Sega cartridges, if it if it played, you know, with a if a crappy but okay you know like representation of the uh sega genesis controller i'd be fine 
because I'm not that hardcore about it. You're right. But I've heard it doesn't even work at all. I don't know. I, I Everything I've read has been fine. And, you know, this actually, like, I, am, I almost bought the Retron 5 because it played Sega. Despite the Genesis games, it played the Nintendo, the Super, I think it played Super Famicom games. It played Super Nintendo games, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, all those things. It played all those different games. And I almost bought it. But the problem is they're like 170 bucks. Yeah. Like even you, you have a hard time finding them less than that. Um, and I already had the Super Nintendo. And I wasn't going to be playing that many Sega games. So Yeah, no, part of me said, look, I, I love the idea of that console. I really do. Right? I want a Retron 5, but I, the truth is i really rather have the individual consoles. Yes. If I can. And if I'm going to spend $170, what's the difference if I spend $220? You know? Yeah. To get no, everything? No, like, I, oh, come on. Like, you know, what's 50 more bucks? I agree. Um, but anyway, so with giving myself this budget every month, uh, next month, I think the GoldenEye. I think GoldenEye is going to be my first purchase. Oh, I've got GoldenEye. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be my first purchase. And then to go along with that, if I do another N64 game, I think I'm either going to get like Wave Race, um, Super Mario RPG. No, no, sorry, Paper, Paper Mario? Mario. Paper Mario, he has at the store. It's like 40 bucks. It's in great condition. God, where's the store? <laughs> I want to go but, here. Oh. But if I get that, if I get that, then that's gonna be the only person like that. That'll probably be the no, one but, I get that. Yeah, but that's, see, but that's a reasonable price. Oh yeah, no, no, his prices are reasonable, especially compared to the other two retro game. There's two other retro game stores near me, um, and they're both bigger with a bigger selection, but much higher prices. Yeah. See, that's so. See, there's a retro game store that's owned by like one guy. That's kind of like this one that you talk about but they're not as friendly and their prices are insane but they don't have anything oh they, yeah they've, so. got, they've got one copy of everything right but it's an absurd oh. but it's an absurd price then there's you know like the chain of stores that's right up the street that has everything but they just overcharge yeah they they, they, yeah, have, they have a huge selection but they overcharge that's like the one I can't think of what it's called. Game over or something like that. It's a chain. And I and don't there's... I don't like ordering games. I will. I, I, I do don't it. Mind. I'll do it on eBay for a game that I really want. Like if there's because that's the thing about this guy. Like he doesn't have Goldeneye, right? So I'll have to get that one on eBay. But I also know that if the guy sends me a you know a bunk product, I'll get my refund. Yeah. You know? Um and if if this store has what I want, I will buy it there. Even spending up to five dollars more, I'll buy it through him just because I know the quality and everything else. Yeah, and he'll clean it up. He clean, dude. That N sixty four looks nice and like clean and like. Oh not, yeah, not yeah. even nearly as good as mine does. But I mean, obviously, my N sixty four is my childhood N sixty four. So it has it has seen some years. Okay, it has seen some time. <laughs> it's seen some hard. Hard, rough times, um, but it still works because okay. it's a Nintendo console. All right, we talked so about Diddy Kong Racing. We you... talked about Banjo. We talked about we talked about your your gaming adventure, which I think counts as your topic, unless I'm wrong. <laughs> no, that's no, that is more than. <laughs> Do we want to talk about controllers? I don't know how long we've been going. I don't have a watch or anything on right now. 
I was not timing it either. Let me <laughs> see if this thing will actually tell me. Obviously, we were recording before the show. Everybody, if you're a patron to the Dayspace Podcast Network, you get the pre-show. And if you're Sean Capri, you might also get the pre-show because we get to rip on you during the pre-show. <laughs> it's so weird. like, and, and it makes you wonder. I'm just kidding. Like, so Sean, I mean, he hears... He, okay, first of all, we, we've discussed the fact. He doesn't know how, how great his show is and everything like that. I don't think he truly understands it. I right? don't think but he does either. But be, Because he's seen from the inside. He's a very humble person. But, like, and then to hear us, like, talk about him, but, I mean, obviously in a good way. Yeah. Like, he's, he's got to be sitting there going, like, what is wrong with these people? Like, <laughs> yeah. come on. Why do they think I'm this great? This is not an obsession. Yeah, I promise. <laughs> I promise it's not. We just... Look, Sean Capri, for this, for this show in particular, deserves some credit. Yeah, oh, he's because this I, show would not exist without Sean Capri. Exactly. I mean, just because. Yeah, I mean that's that's what brought you and I into the same, the same grouping here. Right. All right. I just like messing with it because the first thing you did last yesterday was was rip on me for not being done with We the Gamer Cast when I had been awake for forty five minutes and the show had only been out that morning. Look, that's not my fault. That's not my fault. All okay. Right. <laughs> so. So what do you think? Um, do you want to talk about controllers? Or do we, I mean, we or, can. Or have we gone an hour and we just want to save this for next time? I don't know how long we've gone. I don't know either. This makes for great podcasting. I know, right? Normally normally I time it, but I, I fell asleep with my watch on last night. Oh, it's charging. Gotcha. Um, so we can talk about controllers really quick because I feel like it's going to come up constantly. I just want to yes. talk about this list that GameStop put out. Okay. Maybe you can answer this question yeah. as I flip through this and find this list here. Yeah. Okay. So it seems like the big debate, and especially with the, the Switch coming out, everyone's like, oh, they finally put the C-sticks in the right place, right? Now, I understand why they put the control sticks in the right place. And actually, whenever they these some of these rumors first came around, like that was my thought. Like, look, you, you, you put the... You, Put the buttons where they are in this, and you can take it off and play it two-player. And everyone, like, it seemed like the couple people that responded to me on Twitter thought I was nuts. <laughs> except that you nailed um, it. <laughs> yeah, except, yeah, that's like the one thing. Like, and I don't make predictions. What the fuck do I know? I mean, <laughs> myself there. Right. Like, what do I know? But, but, um, but yeah, it's like that's what I was like. You could do that. You could, you could do this. Like, if you had the split D-pad, that could turn into your buttons, right? And you could do this, and it'd be awesome. But everyone seems to be praising them. Not for that aspect of it, but for having the offset, you know, C sticks or the the sticks. Why? Like, why is that? I mean, I, look, how is that better? I've never had problems anywhere they've put the sticks ever on any controller ever, except when I held an Xbox controller for the first time. I felt a little bit weird. Well, and that's one of the big reasons I didn't buy. Like, I bought PS3 instead of Xbox 360. I didn't want to deal with those controllers. Like the offset, <laughs> I'm used to it now, but it kind of bugs me. I, I'm used, to, yeah, I'm totally used to it now. It doesn't bug me any. It doesn't bug me much. Um, so I, I've always just kind of adjusted, except well, okay. to the Wii, except to the Wii ro- remote and nunchuck. Never, never gotten used to that. <laughs> okay, here's my thing though with the Wii with the Wii Remote and Nunchuck. What I liked about that, uh, certain games and, did really well. I love the well, keyboard. 
I loved entering things in the Wii. I love games that involved pointing at things. No, I mean, I'm even talking outside of that. Like, I like the fact that you could hold your hands. You're basically holding the controller like you would a controller, right? Um, the buttons were a little bit weird, but but you had your triggers, you had your thumbstick and everything else, right? You had that stuff there. But you could put your hands wherever you wanted. Yeah. You know, when my arm was in this uh, this, this continuous motion machine after I had shoulder surgery, like, I couldn't hold a normal controller because I would have been, like, moving my hands back and forth the whole time. <laughs> this time I just put the controller on one hand, I put the other one on the other hand, and as it was moving my arm, I was able to play. So, like, I, I enjoy the comfort of that. Um, the pointing, the motion controls, it, I don't care about any of that. That was, that was kind of a pain. <laughs> All right, so GameStop, a.k.a. Game Informer, put out this list of the best controllers in order. In their opinion of all time. Yes. Do you we... want to walk through them quickly and make comments as we go through them? Yeah, let's desired. Uh, if, yeah, if we want to go at the bottom, and then I think we will be uh, more than out of time, and that'll be fine. <laughs> okay, so so most of these, and there's some of these I had never seen before, because I have not owned these systems, right? So I get the pictures in front of me, which is nice. Yeah. If you want to make a comment on one of them as I spit it out, go for it. Uh, right. The first one's the Sega Master System controller. That's number 25 as the worst controller. And honestly, it kind of looks like a NES controller, except for the the D-pad's different. Yep. So I don't know what's so bad about it, but whatever. It's just not good. The uh, <laughs> number 24 was the original Xbox controller. I think what they say a lot about it is it's kind of big it's huge. and clunky and whatever. Which Have you ever held one of those? I have. I had friends that had the original Xbox, and uh, yeah, I didn't like it. They revised it. They revised it and made it smaller. Oh, okay. At some I point. So, I played then. But, man, the, those first Xbox controllers were awful pieces of garbage. Honestly, Sega Master System, I would, I might flip-flop those <laughs> if I was being honest. So, so number 23 is the Jaguar controller, which I had also never seen before. Never but if you've it. never seen one of those, you should look at it. It's really bizarre. Um, 22 is the Sega Saturn, which I don't understand really what the big complaint about that is. Um, I don't know no, either. Whatever. Uh, number 21 is the Sega Saturn 3D controller. This thing is ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> yes. It looks like, yeah, it's bizarre. Um, 20 is the Wii remote and the nunchuck, which I already said I didn't have a problem with I, them. I, I just think, didn't like the motion controls. I think knocking it down that far is a little bit unreasonable. Well, you know what I did really like about that controller, though? The fact that you could play the NES games by just taking it and Love turning it. it sideways. And it's it's weird looking. But it feels right. Yeah, it's got all the buttons in the right place. Yep. So I think they did that right. And I kind of like the, I kind of like the speaker in it a little bit. I normally had it turned down, but there's a couple of games. So it was kind of nice. Um, yeah, no, I, I, as a, as a, as playing NES games, that controller works so well. Because it feels, it's a Nintendo D-pad. Yes. Which nails it, and those the one and two buttons being in the right place, and that's it is really, really key. all you need. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so following that's the Genesis controller, which I think their big con- problem was I don't know the, the way that the buttons lined up. I don't know the N sixty. So following that is N sixty four controller, which I understand, but I don't know if we're saying the N sixty four controller is better than the Wii U remote nunchuck though. Um, which that's, that's where I kind of look at this list and go, okay, hold on a second. 
I don't but, hate the N64 controller, but I understand the confusion and annoyance. It's super awkward looking, but when you grip it and have the trigger there, there's something really good about that. I love the N64 controller. I do. So, and it feels right for whatever you're playing. So, number you, 17 go ahead. Uh, is the original PlayStation controller. Um, which, I, I mean, which is just a DualShock without the analog sticks. Yeah, it's a controller. I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. It's yeah. Uh, sixteen is the Wii U Pro controller, which, which it seems like people's biggest issue with that is the placement of the thumbsticks. Which I never had a problem with ever. But no, no, me. Either. I love that controller so much. Uh, number fifteen is the PlayStation Three Six Axis controller. Okay. Uh, 14 is the NES controller, and I get it. I, I get it. It's not the best controller. I mean, it's a product of its time. But why, but is, it, why it. is it way up this list above all these other ones? That's true. It should have been... It, it should have been... should almost go, like, chronologically in time, in a way, with, like, a few bad ones pushed back further. Right. That's kind of my opinion of it, too. But... So, this next one gets me, though. So, the Wii U gamepad... Now, I personally really like the Wii U gamepad. I do too. I think the sticks, the, the way the sticks are sitting, and the way that ridge on the back, it just fits into your hand really nice. And I've, I've never, never had an issue getting to the buttons. I've also never had a problem with it like feeling too heavy or that I no. felt like it was too big. Like I've never had these problems that people talk about. Like They're like, it's huge. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not I mean, any it's, bigger than your iPad. It's not any bigger it, it, than anything else. You, it's not any bigger than a book that you're holding. Who cares? It's rest, huge compared to controllers. Rest it in your lap. But yeah, that's exactly. Or even when I'm holding it up some. Or my son, he plays with it. And he's jumping all over the couch at the same time. It doesn't seem to get worn out, sadly. <laughs> I've never so, had a problem. So I just, I like the game bad. I, <sighs> okay, so number 12 <laughs> is the GameCube controller, which... I think a lot of people argue this as well. I think that's probably one of my favorite controllers ever. I think I absolutely I think, love it. I can't play Smash without it. I think the even N the new Smash. I would argue the GameCube controller. God, if Nintendo wanted to sell me an absurd amount of Pro controllers, make Bluetooth GameCube controllers. Well, you know what I have is or I what, have the what, flight the flight pads or the fight pads. Yeah, which look like the GameCube controllers, except for you have an extra bumper. Uh, where Z on the other side would be, and it plugs into your Wii remote. Right. And that's what I play with a lot when I'm playing Smash Brothers. Um, Those are cool, too, because you can get all the character ones. Yeah, well, and I part, found, like, part I found of me, the Zelda ones for, like, 10 bucks. Part of me wanted to collect all of those, and then, I, then I stopped myself. Thank God. <laughs> uh, I almost did it, though. I almost collected all of them. So I don't know what I would have done with that many controllers, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> But anyways, I love that controller. Um, the next one, number 11, is a Dreamcast controller, which I've never played a Dreamcast. And it's I got can... that screen on the controller. It's like a tiny little screen. Don't, don't. What's it for? I don't know. I've played a Dreamcast. I still don't know. If I've I never could seen find it... a Dreamcast for absurdly cheap, I would buy one. I, 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 I can find them for like 45 But part of me says that's, that's just a little bit too much. It's just a uh, it, it, forty-five. It, I think I could. I think that's in my. Uh, 
I, I'm not going to do it. I'm not, I gotta no, 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 no. See, it's 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 okay. It's a reasonable price. Yeah. But like, what are you going to play on it? Sonic Adventure? God. Oh no, that, no, no, well, no, no. Play Sonic Adventure on the GameCube. It's better. <laughs> play? Yeah. No, I I won't play any Sonic. Sorry. All right. Well, you're not you're not going to miss anything then on the Dreamcast because nothing else came out for it because it was a That's commercial true. flop. <laughs> it was worse uh, than the Wii U. Yeah, I remember my buddy had one. But, and I was hoping it move, and I was like, "Oh, look, you brought an ashtray." Can, can I say this though, like that the Dreamcast does not deserve to be this high up on this list? Um, because it's just an. Un- I can definitely see that that it's, argument. It's just a N sixty four controller combined with an Xbox controller. Yeah, and it is clunky and big, and and it, and it feels bad. Like it, it yeah. feels so bad of an era of its time. It's not a good controller. Everybody, stop putting it up here. Okay. Okay, so number ten is the is the GameCube WaveBird, right? Which we talked about earlier. I mean, it's basically a GameCube controller, but it's wireless, and it's amazing for that reason. <laughs> um, number nine is the PlayStation Three DualShock Three controller, which is a piece of garbage. I mean, I honestly, I never had problems with it, or maybe I have the six axis, whatever I have. I have whatever came with my my uh, my PS Three, and I've never had an issue with the it's, controller. It's so I don't a, know what people complain about. It's super light. It feels like garbage. Oh, I don't know. It's it's it's, sure. it's it's that it feels it feels like garbage. It's not it's not it's not garbage. It's fine. It works fine. It's you know, the analog sticks being convex, like where they come yeah. up, is a little bit weird. But like, it's not a big deal because you're. I mean, people say that the other fingers slide off of it. I think it just feels like trash. Like I feel like it doesn't feel like a sixty dollar thing, and it is. So. Number eight is the PlayStation Dual Shock controller, which I guess is for the original PlayStation. So and, and I, PS2. Yeah, well, whatever. I mean, yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, number seven is the Xbox controller S, which is the which is the one be it's the revised oh, okay. Xbox controller. I, I see. I see. Okay, that's probably the one I played on with the friends. Uh, <laughs> number six is the PlayStation Two Dual Shock Two controller, which is probably the one that I had for my PlayStation Two. Right. They're okay. I mean, a lot They're, of these things. Anyway, <laughs> the PlayStation on. Four controllers number five. Um, <sighs> number four is the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty controller. Stop it! Stop it! The Three Hundred and Sixty controllers are garbage. Well, here's the thing, right? Okay, so the D pad. So oh, well, we'll get into this, but yeah, so that's number four. Number three is the SNES controller, which I really enjoy. The Super Nintendo controller, I do too. Um, I definitely think it deserves to be way up on the list. Any anything that doesn't need analog control, that is the controller of choice. No matter yeah. what, no matter what virtual console type game or whatever system I'm playing, like that's fine. Like, give me that one. Well, what's nice is it has all the buttons you need. You don't need two triggers. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> and it fits so nicely in your hand. It's lightweight. I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh, but so number two is the Xbox One controller, and number one is the Xbox One Elite controller. So. Of the top four, three of them are Xbox controllers. Yeah. And I I mean, I've got to the point now where I can pick up my Xbox One and the controller's fine. But I don't know that I like them side by side. I are offset that way. I don't like the Xbox controllers in general at all. No, they're, like, okay. they're, they're, they're fat. So let's let's give the Elite an exception here because I don't know. I've never played with it. Yeah, I don't know what it does. I, screw pro gamer with nonsense. <laughs> okay, sure, tell me that, but I don't believe you. Um, the thing here is, is 
don't tell me that you think that the click buttons that not the triggers like the L1 R1 buttons on the Xbox yeah. One controller those click and feel weird. Those aren't good. The You're D- talking about the bumpers? Yes, the bumpers. The D-pad, the D-pad is garbage. Absolute garbage. But how often do you use the D-pad? I can think of one game I use the D-pad on and that is the Mega Man collection. Right. But th- would you rather would you really want to play the Mega Man collection with that D-pad? No, I wanted to play it on a Nintendo, but I got a really good deal on it on the. On the so, but but so even the PlayStation Four with the split D pad at least doesn't feel so bad. Like, I mean, like I that's guess. why that's why I don't think it deserves to be this high up on the list. No, I definitely, I definitely don't. I mean, if I were to make my own list, which if we want to do that one day, not I, today because I haven't thought about it and I'm tired. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'll make a top because I'll yeah I'll take this list and I'll reorder it for yeah, myself and then I'll and then, I, and then I'll, I'll mock your order yeah um <laughs> but yeah I definitely wouldn't put them anywhere near the top I mean I think I might actually like the PlayStation controllers better um, I like the pool I like the DualShock Four better I've never used a DualShock Four right. so I can't say on that I like that way and I have both in this house so I. I have the opinion and the the comparison. Obviously, I play my PS4 more, right? So, obviously, there's a yeah. little bit more of attachment there. But I, I, DualShock. I think if anything, it should go Xbox Elite, DualShock Four, then maybe 360, then Xbox One. Oh. Well, we'll get we'll dive into that one day. We'll we'll make it a a thing. Yeah, but anyway, no. I thought this list from GameStop was BS. I yeah, o- I no, only I open up Game Informer a little bit occasionally when I get it, and I saw this and I was like, "Oh, please, GameStop, please, please don't do this. Please yeah. don't, please don't rank controllers that I love very far down the list, which they did." Yeah, well, I mean, you got to think though; it's all it's all about whoever's making the list, and if you have a bunch of people who are big Xbox people, or you know whatever, that's what you're gonna find, right? So Somebody, I mean, it's kind of like. Mainstream you know, shooter nonsense BS. Xbox people are gonna pick Xbox. Yeah, and one of the shows I listen to a lot, they're really big PlayStation fans. Now they they do Xbox stuff and whatever else, but you'll see them lean PlayStation a lot just because that's what they prefer. Yeah. So. All right, I think this was a fun show. Everybody, yeah, I- thanks for listening to Shelved and Forgotten, your show for playing your backlog. Uh. Don't forget to check your shelf. <laughs> Don't forget to check your shelf for the games you bought and didn't play. <laughs> I will come up. I'm going to have to, like, when I'm bored, just start writing out, like, closing taglines and then tweaking them so I can just, like, pick one off the list. Well, that we should just copy all our friend shows. That is all, folks. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, we got to come up with our own things. Anyway, everybody, thanks for listening to Sheldon Forgotten. Your show for playing your backlog. I'm David Moore. Joining me was Johnny Casino. Yo, yo. Johnny underscore Casino on Twitter. You guys can follow the show at Shelved Forgot. Or Shelved Forget. I'm sorry. Shelved Forget on Twitter. Hey, they follow me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Assume the show should follow you. (laughs) And, um... And shelved and forgotten at gmail.com if you guys have games you want us to play or comments or things you guys want to send us. And I'm at Dayspace on Twitter. That's D-A-C-E-S-P-A-C-E. This show is part of the Dayspace Podcast Network. If you guys enjoyed it, you guys can support us on Patreon, which includes all the other shows. Patreon.com slash Dayspace. 
And uh, we'll see you guys next week for another episode of Shelled and Forgotten. Bye, everybody. And that's where music would have been. <laughs> <laughs>